Hi, this is Brother Bill, and the show is called Christ Talk. A little bit of a different tone uh, on today's episode, but that's okay. I just have something I think I really need to share, and I really believe there's somebody out there that's supposed to hear this message. Uh, you know, i got to tell you, and this is probably mostly for Christians, because it applies to Christians if you believe in God, if there's somebody out there. The subject today is fear. Have you been struggling with fear? I know I have at times. I struggle with fear. I, I seem to forget about who I am in Christ. And I suspect I'm not the only Christian that does sometimes. You know, uh, we talk about being afraid. Afraid of what? Maybe not having enough money to make the car payment. Uh, maybe uh, our, we're afraid our spouse is going to become unfaithful. Maybe I'm not married, by the way, right now. <laughs> and I don't intend to be, but that's another story. But fear can be debilitating. Fear can make you afraid. Fear can make you not have that operation that you doctor said you should be having if you want to stay on this planet. Now, depending on your age, you may or may not want to stand on, stay on this planet longer. Uh, I knew a very wonderful Christian lady named uh, Babe Peterson who chose not to get cancer treatment. Her husband had recently passed away, and she felt that she had lived her life and she was ready to go home. I'm not saying I agree with her. I'm just saying I'm understanding some of your choices and, and what you think. It's important to me for you to understand I'm not doing this discussion because I want to be famous. I'm not doing it to get brownie points or crowns in the kingdom of heaven or likes. I'm doing it because I'm compelled by God to love you in the name of Jesus Christ. So if you're afraid of something right now, I want you to think about it. Think about praying about it and think about being comforted by it. And uh, what I have to say, I hope it will be uh, encouraging to you. If you have a Bible, I'd like you to turn to the 8th chapter of the book of Romans. And let's start with chapter 8, verse 38, I believe it is. Now remember, this applies to Christians. And that, that's part of what Christ talk is all about, is trying to understand, make unbelievers understand there are benefits, real benefits, to believing in God and understanding God and learning the word of God and getting wisdom. You know, you can have all the knowledge in the world and without wisdom to apply it or use it, it's not going to do you that much good. Let me tell you for sure. Okay, so Romans 8, 38. Give me just another second here. I seem to have lost my page. Oh, stand by one. Okay, the show is called Christ Talk. I'm Brother Bill, and I apologize for that interruption. I just was on the wrong page. From the New King James Bible, Romans 8.38. And I, you know, I apologize. When I was younger, I learned a lot of Bible verses. I didn't always get the references, the chapters and verses, because I read somewhere that uh, they weren't in the original text, and I was concerned that that might interrupt, change, or somehow affect the meaning of the text. Uh, you don't want to take things out of context. We all know what happened in some of that, what we used to call old-time religion. 
And that's what it was, religion, not God. And there was a lot of good in it. Don't get me wrong. It was old time. It was a type of old time religion. I went to the altar and accepted Christ as Lord and confessed him as my Lord and Savior. And after that, uh, some people forgot to teach me a few things like studying how to study the Bible, which is, of course, consider everything the Bible says on every subject. Let the Bible and the scripture interpret itself. That's just a little side tip there. Romans 8.38, for you, sir, if you are in fear, if you're having problems, if your mind, if you're struggling with darkness in your mind, if you feel like you're being oppressed by the devil, take this verse and eat it up. Swallow it whole, stick it in your mouth, hide it in your heart. Like the psalmist David said, thy word have I hid in my heart, that Lord, that I might not sin against thee. Stick it in there. <coughs> Live it. Believe it. By the way, the word believe means to live by. If you believe something, you will live by that belief. Now, I want you to remember that. Think that. And now, remember this verse. In fact, if the devil comes against you, remember the Bible says that if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. All right, here's a way for, just start quoting scripture to the devil when he starts attacking you. And if you don't think there's a real devil, we'll talk about that later in another episode. I've got news for you. There's a God. There's Jesus. He's real. There's a devil. The devil is the opposer. And a lot of movies, goofy movies, Crazy movies have been made about all of that, and a lot of it's garbage, truth, misdirection, miseducation, and everything else. But that's aside from the point right here I'm trying to make. You, as a Christian, have a wonderful relationship with God if you let it happen, if you surrender to Jesus. Not just your salvation, but I'm talking about your life. Everything you are, who you are, and I'm not talking about being brainwashed. I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about in your heart. If you're in that relationship with Jesus Christ, the devil might very well be trembling. You know, the Bible says that the devil, the demons believe. They, the devil believes. He knows that God's real. So why shouldn't you? Romans 8.38, the Apostle Paul. This is, to me, one of the most powerful, fantastic, absolutely ammo for fighting the devil for i am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities glory to god nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord if that doesn't float your boat, I don't know what will. If you're standing there or sitting there thinking, I'm afraid this bad thing's going to happen to me. This might go wrong. You know, intelligent people are very much able to, <clears throat> let's say, better extrapolate circumstances and calculate probabilities, if you will, as far as the outcome of certain things. And sometimes even Christians get ourselves into situations where the outcome's not going to come as good as it should because we blundered in and did something made a bad choice. But that verse right there says it all. Lord, forgive me for my wrong choice. I am asking for your forgiveness. Get out of my way, devil. I've, I've sincerely asked the Lord to forgive me. Any fear that I feel, I just, we're, we're not going to have it. 
we're going to stand on Romans 8.38, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life. Think about that, folks. I am persuaded, the Apostle Paul is persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, what's left, nor powers, nor things present, nor even things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing. Wow, that pretty much covers everything shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So no matter what happens to you folks, you cannot be separated if you're a Christian. You cannot be separated from the love of God, unless you choose to walk away. We'll talk about backsliding another time, but you can. God's not making you a robot. You have a, you have a choice. Let's put it that way. He gave you a free will. Choose to stand on this word, Ask for forgiveness. If you have something that's in, that's creating fear in your life, whether it's a disease, you did. I'm not saying you got a disease because you did something wrong. You know, back in the oh, I think the time when Jew, Jesus walked, <coughs> the uh, uh, people in uh, Jew, Jewish uh, religion. You know, uh, how can I put this? The pre-Christian, pre-crucifixion days, I guess. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean to make light of that. Uh, it's just my uh i'm laughing at my inability to come up with the precise words that i would like to give you uh there were people who assumed that if you were sick or you were ill that there was something wrong that either you or somebody in your family had sinned and that that was a punishment now we know that's not necessarily the case it's not there are certain traits that are passed genetically we know that look at alcoholism no, I don't believe it's a disease. You don't sneeze on somebody and catch alcoholism. However, there can be a genetic predisposition uh, <clears throat> to suffering from some certain things, like depression or whatever. So, good news. Romans 8.38, cheer you up. If you're a Christian, Romans 8.38 can cheer you up. If you're not a Christian and you don't believe, well, folks, I don't know what you're going to do, to be honest with you. All I can tell you is step into the light, accept Jesus as Savior, understand that God is real, God's the good guy, and he wants to love you and help you. Uh, you know, it's not like you are going to become a Christian and all your problems are going to go away, but you won't be alone. You will have the Holy Spirit to guide you. You will have brothers and sisters, a support system that loves you. If you get in, get discipled and learn about God's Word, consider all of what the Bible teaches about a particular subject. I know I'm, uh, look, I don't pretend to be, I'd like to think I was smarter than the average person, but I don't know. I don't have the statistics. I don't even recall what my IQ was tested at years ago, decades ago. But anyway, the point is, if you're not a Christian, you don't have this assurance the way the Christian does. So, Ergo, there's a good reason to become a Christian. Becoming a Christian has practical benefits. Balanced Christianity, a practical faith. I always wanted to write a workbook about that and teach people, hey, this is step A, this is step B, this is how you apply your Christianity, these are godly principles. No, I don't think you need to pray about having to... Ask God if it's God's will that you use Crest or should I use Colgate toothpaste? That's just plain silly. I know people in the past who have actually taken it to that extreme. God's will is for you to live your life, believe in him, 
apply his principles, put your word in his heart, don't abuse it, don't think you're going to manipulate God. Don't become a Christian just so you can manipulate God. Maybe you want to have a recording contract and you're thinking about doing a crossover thing and, and you know, well, if I become a Christian or pretend to become a Christian, I can get in and make some music and then I can go ahead and switch over and I'll become a millionaire. I'll switch over from Christian music, crossover into, you know, uh, worldly music, if we want to call it that. Uh, you know, no, do it with the right motive. Do it sincerely. And I think that's what happened with the thief on the cross, by the way, when he, he uh, asked Jesus to remember him in paradise. And Jesus said, you'll be in paradise with me this day. All right. Just remember what I said about fear. Cling to that verse. God bless you. This is Brother Bill. We'll have another episode. This has been a short one, but I just had to get this message out. God bless you.